Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, everyone. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're going to stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. They won't know what hit them. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello, everyone. That's Kevin. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks Podcast. We are back again and uh, bring some news here. Uh, Obviously, the news of the last episode was... The reveal that a TV series has been worked on, well, is in the works, I guess, is the best way to put it, uh, for the Mighty Ducks. Steve Brill is writing the script. It's going to be produced by Jordan Kerner, who is also the producer on the main one. So I reached out to Leslie Goldberg from The Hollywood Reporter, who broke the story. As we said in the last episode, she couldn't come on, but I sent her a couple of questions just for some clarification, just about like, what are the actual chances of making it on the air? When can we expect it? That kind of stuff. And this is what she had to say. Stop emailing me back. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's actually very nice about it. She said uh, she just didn't have time to come on because it's pilot season. So that's like a yeah. big deal for her. Uh, basically, but yeah. So what are the chances of this thing actually making it on the air? She says whether the Mighty Ducks makes it to air depends on a number of factors, including if the strip comes in well. And if the network has a need for it, it's unclear what the premise of the TV show is. And ABC is a female skewing network. So a hockey show would have its work cut out for it unless there was a natural hook for the network. Hmm. Uh, Mighty Ducks as a franchise also tends to skew younger, which depending on the premise could also be a factor on if they would want it. Or if a younger skewing network in the Disney family like Freeform would want it. Freeform is the old ABC family. Hmm. Uh, I just learned that today. Uh, back to Leslie, uh, or if a younger skewing network in the Disney family like Freeform would want it, which is what happened with the Blackish spinoff last season after ABC passed on it. Since the Mighty Ducks isn't for the upcoming 2018-19 broadcast season, anything could happen. So the female thing is, I think, worrisome because I feel like I feel like it was generally like an overall family movie, but I guess because it's about sports, it might tend to skew male. Uh, but we'll see. As, as Leslie said, we'll see what happens with the script and whatnot. So the the way that she puts it, it kind of seems like it is going to stay in that Disney family, right? Like the, the chances of it going to like a Netflix or something are pretty slim in that scenario. Yeah, I think that has always been sort of the rumor all along that that they're going to work it out because it is their intellectual properties and yeah. they want to own all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, that it's going to go somewhere, but yeah, I didn't even think about the other networks in the ABC realm there. Uh, are there any like current shows on ABC or Freeform that you might think have like, or that have been, that had like kind of like a sports tilt toward it? 
I don't know enough about the freeform programming. Yeah, no really. What channel was Friday Night Lights on? That oh, was very ABC. It was. Yeah, and that I, I never watched but the that, show. But it that barely it barely survived, and then Directv came in and like rescued it oh, by really? like putting it on its own channel. Yeah, they oh. like I forget exactly the details of that, but it was almost canceled after like one and a half seasons, hmm. and then. Thank God, Directv came in. I think it was Directv. <laughs> I, I could be wrong about who it was, but um, they like came in and rescued it. Anyway, as far as the time frame goes, uh, Leslie says I don't think there's any chance that a Mighty Ducks show airs in 2018. So far as I know, there's no script yet, so you have to allow time for development. Meaning the writer has a first draft and goes to the network, studio execs, all that kind of stuff, and they give notes and then they go back and forth. Um, so if the plan is to shop it this year, even if it does go forward and land somewhere, you still have to allow time for that outlet to weigh in on notes. What if the draft they like skews too young? What if they have opinions about the show's direction? And still, even if they don't have notes feedback, they still need time to t- cast it, make deals with other producer, open a writing room, plot out the entire season, film it, produce it, and edit it. And that is still a huge if it goes to series. I think we'll see the final season of Game of Thrones before we see any potential Mighty Ducks show. Game of Thrones final season is supposed to come out in 2019. Uh, I, I believe they might have even pushed it back further nowadays. Really? So, yeah. So we're still, even though they're shopping. They She's could, obviously thinking of it as highly as Game of yeah, Thrones. Though, so that's putting kind of, it yeah. in the same, literally putting it in the same sentence as Game of Thrones. <laughs> so, uh Yeah. We're not going to see we're it gonna anytime come, we're gonna soon. We're going to have some really out-of-context tweets about that. <laughs> Hollywood reporter, writer, says Mighty Ducks is in the same sentence as Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They don't ask what that sentence is. They just say they put it in the same sentence. Yeah. So we're still a long way away. Uh, even if they, if you, if there is news about them shopping it to some network or something like that this year, as was kind of reported that they, it could be shopped as early as this year. We're still a long way away from this series here. Kevin and I are also going to need a lot of time to learn how to ice skate. Yes. Um, for our probably upcoming roles in the uh, in the miniseries. Starring or roles. In, starring roles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. That developed quickly for you guys. Um, what if the show ends up being about us? A podcast about the Mighty Ducks? Yeah. That would be like super meta. <laughs> it would be, it'd be awesome. I mean, for us, I don't know how well it would do. But... Who who would play us? I mean, like Brad Pitt or somebody, obviously, for me. Brad Pitt's too old. That's true. Well, maybe there's like stunt casting or something. Stunt casting? Yeah, like like J.K. Simmons plays me or something like that. What? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know, but I would watch the shit out exactly. of this show. Exactly. You have Brad Pitt, J.K. Simmons, and somebody else in there. Well, no, here's what they do. It's J.K. Simmons, Brad Pitt, and I don't know um, who's like a 40-year-old, another actor. Like, like George Clooney? Yeah. And they're like older versions of us, like kind of oh. like flashbacks. Yeah, I like I that. Like that. Kind of like, uh, like Wild Hogs, like that type of uh, vibe where they're like... Wait, so would they... Would they be having flashbacks or would they be doing the show? Like I feel at like, that age. I feel like they would be doing the show like basically from the future where we are now. So they would be like talking about their past. And they, but it's still the show. It's just gone on for years and years and years. Now these old guys are doing it still and it's like a little sad, but still like 
but still really cool. <laughs> but still, uh, why did you pick uh, J.K. Simmons as yourself? I had listened to a podcast of him on the Bill Simmons podcast, just talking. So, and then I was just trying to think of bald actors. I, I was gonna say he's anticipating being fully bald. Yeah, I was yeah. trying, to, and he was the first one that popped in my head, probably because I just I love J.K. Simmons. He's good. He's great. Oscar. I love him as uh, Br. And uh, thank you for smoking. He's good in everything. Yeah. Great, great film though. Thank you for get J.K. Simmons on the pod. Yeah, <laughs> I'll try to reach duck out. Call, duck, duck call, duck call for J.K. <laughs> I'm not sure how the fans like the duck call. It's going through it. I was like, is this annoying or is this working? But well, I think we need to add the sound effect. I do add. Oh, the sound you did? Effect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't listen to our show, so <laughs> I mean, I very rarely listen to our show, but. Uh... I'll have to go back and listen to it. Yeah. Well, the first episode we did like three duck calls in a row. So it was just that sound over (laughs) and over again. But I think the last one we only did one. And I think that was more palatable. But listeners, let us know if it's annoying or not. (laughs) I'd like to know. But going back to the Mighty Ducks series, a lot of response. A lot of response from the fans. uh, Mostly wanting a sequel. Not really into the whole reboot idea. We got some... Uh, we had some pitches for shows. Our friend Jas Licht, who uh, came up with the intro and outro, he helped us with that. He had a show about Charlie basically burning out in the minors. Years later, he runs into Goldberg, who tells him about his son playing for the old D5. They're looking for a new coach. Uh, Charlie goes in, but it's a, a completely different group of kids. They have... Like everything handed to them, they're like the nicest people in town, and but they put too much pressure on them, and then Charlie has to teach them how to play, how to make hockey fun again, similar to kind of what Bombay did. So, uh, I I thought it was a good little concept there. A uh, quick question: uh, What's the status of our friend Sean Weiss? Will he be in jail for the foreseeable future? I I can't remember. We should probably look into that before we spout off an answer. Yeah, yeah. Because that could throw a wrench into things, is what I'm saying. Like for any plot line that incorporates him, I feel unless like, they recast him, I which feel, would suck. I, I feel like this show is so far out into the future at this point yeah. that I don't think it will be a problem as long as he doesn't get in any more trouble. Um, I think it'd be a good comeback story for him. Yeah, yeah. it'd be a very good comeback story. It'd be uh, awesome, like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, Aaron Schwartz, who played Carp, he wants in. He told TMZ that he wants in. So. Uh, no, yeah, a lot of lot of things happening here. Of course, Aaron Schwartz was on this very podcast. He was, he was. So now that we got all that out of the way, oh, one other thing here. Uh, I have a survey for our listeners. It's going to be included in this uh, show notes. I'll tweet it out. I'll put it on Facebook at some point as well. Uh, it's it's very simplistic survey. Just kind of ask you a couple questions about who you are, where you live, how often you listen, that kind of stuff. Social security number, think, simple stuff. Yeah, yeah credit cards. Account, routing numbers. Yeah. Exactly, like bank accounts. So I need a Hulu login if anyone wants to. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it shouldn't take too long. If you could fill it out, appreciate it. Just help us get to know you guys better, which will help us sort of form the pod better in the future. So, uh, yeah, just go fill it out. Like I said, it's... Should be fairly simple. If there's questions you don't want to answer, you don't have to answer them. But it's like I said, there's nothing too hard hitting here. So answer those questions and let's move on. Are you going to tweet out a link for that? Yeah, I'll tweet out a link. I'll put it in the show notes. I'll put it on Facebook. 
all that stuff. I'll, I'll do it multiple times. So just get out and do it. Let's go on to the topic at hand here. Tommy, what is the topic today? That was a really long intro, by the way. Kind of. Yeah, it was. Kind of intro. I also think that your uh, little opening quote was the first time you ever manipulated your voice. Yes. To try it was to good. The actor. It was good, though. I feel like I've done it before. Name one time. Uh, I I believe I did the you lost it for yourself. Oh, that's oh, true. And, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, in Eastland, I think I yeah, did. Yeah, you can't as really well. say you lost it for yourself <laughs> with your original voice. Yeah, that was an interesting accent you just pulled. That out. was accurate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tommy, what is the topic today? Uh, we're gonna do a Mighty Ducks minute. That is true. So. If you are unfamiliar with the Mighty Ducks Minute, we stole it from Star Wars Minute. But Real we... quick, Star Wars Minute, when did that podcast start? A long time ago, like years like, ago. Like a galaxy far, far away? Before this whole new series was announced. Like, they look like geniuses I, now. Well, I know, like, are we going through basically the same thing that they went through with all kinds of crazy fan theories of where is it going to be, like, for episodes, you know, 7, 8, 9? I wonder if they had, like, a similar, like, oh my god, it's happening moment. I'm sure they did. Like they tend to stick more. Well, I guess not really. They 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 obviously break it down very uh, intensely. But yeah, they do kind of go off as well. So yeah, I I'm not like a every episode listener, but I'll I'll tune in every now and then depending on what the minute is. So um, I'm sure they had that moment though. But yeah, those those guys look like geniuses at this point because the Star Wars minutes are just gonna keep pack riling up. So yeah. Anyway, we stole it from Star Wars Minute, but they go in order. We don't. We just pick random minutes from the Mighty Ducks uh, zeitgeist. We watch them. We break them down here. Is that correct use of the word? Because it sounds good. Yeah, I have no I, idea. Uh, I was debating in my head as it was coming up. It was the first thing that popped in my head, and I was just like, there's a split second of yes or no, and I was just like... Maybe anthology? Anthology is probably a better descriptor of what the Mighty Ducks is, but Zeitgeist is, I would guess, like, semi-close to what I meant. So, we'll stick with that. So, the minute today is Mighty Ducks minute 118 here. So, the if you remember, the, the fans from years ago will remember that we originally started doing Mighty Ducks minutes and figured out that the site we watched them on actually sped it up so they were the minutes were off and what that actually was. And then we changed. We found some DVDs that are correct. And the first minute we did was minute 116. But I wasn't thinking and I actually went minute one minute uh like I started at minute 116 and ended at 117. So it's actually minute 117. Anyway. What I'm saying is we've done a minute right before this minute that we're about to do. So started this minute, you are looking at the Hawks here. They have assembled a trap for the Ducks after the Ducks have been rounded up. This is D2, beginning of D2. The Ducks have been, already been rounded up. They're heading to meet Bombay. The Hawks see them. They set up their little trap and are laughing about it. And that's where this minute kicks in. Let's listen to it right now. They are so stupid. One large order of shredded duck coming up. They won't know what hit them. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? 
guys. Um, real quick off the air are they like fishing is that it that's why they have the wire that's a good question i would i would assume so should we just assume we'll just we'll talk talk it out yeah okay all right there you go initial thoughts on this minute right here i know we've discussed this scene before Uh, i can't remember if we discussed it in the mighty ducks minute because i was so excited to mention a couple parts like for the minute afterwards um but this is just kind of a very interesting scene. Uh, and I know I've mentioned like the whole Fulton tearing the pants off of them. <laughs> yeah. Like behind the canoes. It's kind of very weird, creepy sexual assault vibe. Yes, it definitely does. And one thing like, and we were talking about this a second ago, but um, like, what are they doing there? Are they just like sitting there knowing that the ducks will rollerblade by? Yeah, this is a very good question. So they're in some giant park. There are people like going by and bikes, and there's obviously that canoe rack that Fulton seemingly like assaults them. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like they kind of like cut away and they just show it through the canoe, so we don't really see what happens. But he rips all their clothes off. I, I wonder if you could uh, like because it has like you know funny sound effects. Yeah. If you put like some really serious music over <laughs> and like Michael put it, it in the show notes. Yeah, that could and then like um like lower the brightness or something so it looked really dark. That could look like, like, do a, like Christopher like, Nolan style. Yeah. Yeah, that could be like a murder scene. I'm not sure I have the the video skills to do all that, but I'll we'll just find a song and say play this song over this scene. I'll, I'll try and to put a find link it. to the song on YouTube and I'll try to get it done. We'll see what happens there, but uh yeah. Very strange, very strange. Kevin, what were your initial thoughts there? Um, it, well, A, I think it was weird that they're just like sitting around all day waiting for the ducks to rollerblade by. Um, uh, another thing, the logistics of Fulton tying all three of them to a tree simultaneously <laughs> oh, yeah. make no sense. Um, but uh, You really have to like knock them out or like have a knife on them or yeah but and then they're like wiggling around and stuff so that's obviously not what he did um and also so this entire time he's doing this all the ducks are just standing there waiting for him to finish tying them up <laughs> like none of them jump in to help or anything um and that's did they a like know odd. this was happening or did they also did they like happen to like get tripped over the fishing line or whatever it is because it's like you'd think they were being beaten up for long enough I mean, maybe they saw the pants being thrown in the air and said, oh, let's go take a look. <laughs> yeah, that these are all valid points here because the trap is still set. The ducks seemed far away uh, at the beginning. <laughs> what, so. like, poor bystanders got <laughs> hit by this trap, too? Like, some guy, like, running with his dog and shit? Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's a great point. Some lady, well. like, pushing stroller of her twins yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah, so this trap probably goes on somebody who didn't deserve it. <laughs> There's just, like, a pile of bodies <laughs> as they wait for the ducks. 
And then Fulton starts beating up the ducks. And the ducks obviously have to see it because they all stop at the end when Fulton raises all the clothes above his head triumphantly. So, yeah, you would assume they would help. The I think Kevin, as you said, the biggest flaw, which I didn't even think about until you mentioned it, is how he got all three of them to be wrapped around the tree at the same time. And like, did none of them like put their pants back on while he was like tying up one? Of, like, <laughs> is he, does he have all of them like in a big bear hug? Like, I I just don't get how the logistics of this would work. I guess he must have like beat them mercilessly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he would have had to like knock them out, and then maybe he had a gun on him and just like. If you try to run, I'm killing you. Yeah, this is pretty hardcore. That is. I guess we're also, or he's lucky, I guess, in the scenario that all three of them wore underwear. You know? I think that would have been a a much more interesting scene had (laughs) one of them chosen not to wear underwear that day. I feel like that would have put it the rating up to like an R. Yeah. Just, so. I think Fulton might have been in jail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fulton probably should be in jail anyway after this, but. Yeah. Can you imagine like a cop being, walking by? It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> they were going to trip my friends, so I decided yes. to steal all of their clothes and tie them up. I, it was funny when we were watching that scene, I was half, ex- like, in my mind, half expecting him to pull out honey and paint him with honey, like, from oh, heavyweights. Heavy yeah. <laughs> Bears love honey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the thing about it is you would assume all the people in the park would do something about it. Someone would step and be like, hey, there's this guy like (laughs) doing doing? something very shady to these three young boys. Yeah, or at least being like, sir, what are you doing to these kids? (laughs) So we're just playing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but it's... And the hawks are all calling for help and no one seems to... uh, respond to them they just bike by or whatever so and and then so also after after the ducks are like yeah you know cheering them on or whatever do they just skate away and fulton's left there just no fulton joins them like in the next scene you see fulton at like the back of the v so is he just walking around with his rollerblades yeah, like what was, was fulton doing there well maybe that he, well hold, hold on maybe he was like because um charlie's like rounding up all the ducks right yes so it could have been something like he called Fulton, like left a message, like, hey, meet us at the park at this time. Or maybe like Fulton like hangs out there. <laughs> they just know that maybe he's always in those canoes and <laughs> doing things to certain people. I don't know. Yeah. So why is Fulton's voice so deep in this scene compared to all the other scenes he's in? Well I mean, well, for the obvious reason is that he was supposed to be like the menacing, you know, giant. Um which even at this point, is he all that much bigger than Everybody else? No. He's not, he's not that much bigger. Yeah. The, like, the fact that he's like tossing them around like ragdolls is a little comical. Um, but I don't know. Maybe that's why they made his voice so deep to like kind of accentuate that. I don't know. Yeah. It just doesn't jive with the rest of the document. Unless Fulton like was doing that himself. He's like, he just wanted to look yeah, intimidating or something. Yeah, so I, I can imagine him disguising the voice because maybe they'd recognize Fulton's voice. Like when he said they wouldn't know what hit him. Oh. Like disguising it a little bit. That was a really good Fulton deep voice. Thank you. You're yeah, welcome. that was good. I can tell you've been practicing. Practicing <laughs> for the last 20 years. Yes. <laughs> Just hoping we'd get this <laughs> Hoping we'd have, have a podcast. It, it is a very, like, I do remember this scene, like, more prominently than a lot of other scenes from the movies. Like, this is kind of one of those iconic scenes, I think. Um, just i don't know it sticks out in my mind yeah Yeah, it sticks out in my mind 
You know what sticks out to me is uh, McGill's earring. Yes. I didn't even notice that. Oh, so McGill's has like a cool Hawks hat that we need to try to get, but he has like a, a plain like black stud earring. Wow. Do you think it's a real earring? I think it is. Remember those it, like magnetic ones that you used to be able to get? You get them at like the boardwalk and stuff. Oh, well, I feel like it would have been one just because it'd be like, hey, the actor had an earring <clears> and <throat> then it's like, oh, just keep it in and I don't know, shows that everyone's older. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't but know. McGill's that was a weird era for, for for men and earrings, and it was weird. Yes, yeah, but his earring, yeah, it is. It's a strange look for him. I feel like I don't think it really goes with him, but who knows? Maybe maybe I'm just out of touch with '90s style. So the uh, the one earring was very big. I think late '90s, like it, yeah, you, you had to have only one ear pierced. Now it's like it's getting both pierced. Yeah. I remember whenever I was playing basketball in middle school, I really wanted giant diamond earrings like Allen Iverson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's a big Allen Iverson fan, obviously. Well, yeah. You had cornrows like him. I did for one game. Try to dig up that photo. <laughs> That's going to be our goal. <laughs> yeah. We're putting that on the internet. <laughs> so why does Fulton take the pants off? Is there like a reason that he just robes them other than just to like like because he just could have beat him up and then <laughs> fine but he seems to go a little he wants to humiliate them yeah. yeah okay and what's more humiliating to a you know 13 year old boy than basically running around and only in your underpants yeah uh, sorry just another question came up how long do you think people like obviously these people are like the either the least observant people in the world or don't give a fuck yeah no i was gonna say, like how long do they stay there before they got untied they probably could have wiggled free eventually yeah i feel like once the ducks leave then somebody notices them and like what happened and i don't know what their story would be like we were trying to like injure these kids <laughs> yeah and one of their friends ripped our pants <laughs> yeah one of their friends came behind the canoes and because there was like a cop strolling around it's just like why did like you guys were assaulted what happened it's like oh we we're nothing <laughs> yeah yeah so i don't know what their story would be but uh it wouldn't be the greatest thing to tell like why are your clothes missing i don't know <laughs> so of course one of the ducks or one of the, one of the hawks we've actually had on the pod yes uh a guy who plays uh, larson casey garvin yep we should uh we should probably try to reach out to him and ask about that scene that's a good that's a good point i will reach out i'm pretty sure i still have his info i have his phone number still for sure but i'm not sure if i have his email but i'll reach out and see what he says about it um the other thing I was wondering, aren't the canoe people like upset about all this going on? They're knocking down canoes. Yeah. So, obviously, none of us have ever been to this park. Um, are the canoes like free? It doesn't look like it's like a rental stand, you know? Is That's this like a, a public question. works thing? Like a public, you know? Like where they have bikes in cities where you can just yeah. get on? Yeah. Well, those, like even those are like a dollar. Yeah, I guess this was like a different time. That was my thing. Like, wouldn't sure these you be all locked canoe. up? Yeah. yeah, I'm sure there was like a rental place, maybe by the like pond. It does look like a beautiful park. Yeah, yeah. it is a nice. Do park. we know what park that is? I do not. I'm sure it has a, a great view of downtown Minneapolis. I'm sure I can look it up though. So I'll put it in the show notes. I'll, I'll definitely put that in the show notes. I don't know about this whole director's cut making it dark <laughs> and that kind of stuff. I don't know if I have the capabilities as i said to do that or the time to really do that maybe, maybe one of our quackalites will do it yeah yeah, yeah anybody with some video skills 
you know what to do there. Um, so at the end, we cut ducks all rounded up. We cut to Bombay, who's standing there. Some brilliant symbolism with the duck, the duck head, the duck head behind him. Yeah, I was just about to talk about that. So, Bill, there's a billboard behind Bombay for Duckhead, which is a clothing company. Was that billboard there, or do they slide? Do you think mm. they slide that in? I think they slide that in. Um, I think that is very intentional. Yeah. Um, but I do wonder. Because he's if, the head duck. Like, is that like a paid spot from Duckhead? You know? Or or did they just like, oh, we need something to put here. Oh, duck, that'd be perfect. You know? Yeah. A lot of questions I don't have the answers to. Uh, and that's in front of Goldberg's deli, right? That is in front of, um, oh, what's it called? Is it the diner? No, it's not Mickey's Diner. It's Burger Bank, I believe is what uh, it's called, um, at least in the film. So Is Burger Bank real? I believe it is. I believe, I don't know if it has the same name, but that building is definitely there, and it's definitely like a burger place, food place. So Maybe they'll send us some burgers. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they Give can a shout yeah, on the sponsor pod. us. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Burger Week. Duck call. Duck call. <laughs> there you go. All right. So let's move on. Let's go into it. The MVP of this minute, your most valuable player in the minute. Who do you have, Tommy? Uh, I think it's Fulton for being able to beat these three people up, <laughs> tie them up, pants them. Yes. And like they're, I mean, essentially ruining their lives potentially. I mean, they can never go to a park again. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's very obviously Fulton. I mean, he has obviously superhuman strength, speed, and not tying ability. Um, he's probably a Boy Scout. Um, so yeah, I think it has to be Fulton. I, nobody else gets enough like screen time. Yeah, to be anybody else. I agree. Usually, we try to go out and try to find somebody who's not the most obvious, but I think you have to go Fulton here just for as you two said his skills at tying up all three at the same time. I will say I'll. Uh, uh, give kind of a an honorable mention to the to the three hawks for all of their great duck puns. Those were those are solid. Like they're just sitting there rattling off like three or four duck puns. Oh so, yeah, they're sitting ducks, roasted ducks. Yeah, like shredded duck, shredded duck. Which I don't even. Maybe know. they're improvising. Yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe like directors like, why don't you guys just improvise some duck puns? Yeah. And then McGill's like, well, let me put my earring in if we're gonna do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his pun earring. All right, anyway, there's your MVP. It's Fulton. It's pretty obvious this time. Let's move on to the quack question. If you're new to the pod, you send us quack questions, Twitter, Facebook, email, or any other way you can get in contact with us. I don't know if there is, but we pick the best ones. We try to answer them. Kevin, what is the quack question today? Uh, Today's quack question comes from Andrew Hodge who's at Haji underscore on Twitter. That's three E's for those of you that want to go find this dude and, and talk to him about this quack question. Uh, I think it's a pretty good one. Um, according to uh, U.S. women's national team goalkeeper Hope Solo, the Olympic Village is basically a giant drunken athlete hookup party. In D2, Bombay had a brief fling with Maria, uh, but did the Junior Goodwill Games athlete... Athlete dormitories have similar international shenanigans going on. If so, which ducks participated in said shenanigans and with which other country's athletes? 
With Bombay living in Malibu and otherwise occupied with pitching his loafer and doing photo shoots, they were grossly undersupervised. That's a well-formed question, yes. I will say that. Yes, there's a lot of reasoning with Bombay being in Malibu and that kind of stuff. Uh, just for some background, there's been multiple stories about what goes on in the Olympic Village. I think they get free condoms at this point. There's like thousands of condoms that are like distributed yeah. at, at the Village. And of course, there's an Olympic Games coming up. Yes. Yeah, so that, maybe there'll be some more stories coming yeah, out. Very, very topical. Yes. So you look at the Junior Goodwill Games. Yeah, obviously you have Team USA, who uh, they're the Minnesota Miracle Men. Well, some of them are. And women. Yes, and women. And uh, so they have that kind of clout. They're a good team. They have that kind of clout. So I think they have some interest here. I'm not sure in terms of the other teams. I figure the other teams are better supervised. And I think their coaches care a little more. I so think I, Iceland team is definitely like on lockdown. Yeah, but I think even like the Swedish swimming team is better supervised than the Ducks here. So, so uh, and so are we also assuming this is like not just winter sports, right? Well, yeah, because yeah. in the, like the intro they said, or not the intro, but there's like a voiceover said that USA is supposed to like do well in like track and field, swimming, like okay. and yeah. basketball, and men's women's ice hockey or something like that. Yes, yes, that was a trivia question. I could not get it right if you asked me though. I think it's I think it's swimming, basketball and hockey, but I might be wrong. I might be wrong with that. So I can imagine like at the Junior Goodwill Games, um there could be like events built in where you're supposed to like get to know like, you know, kids from around the world. Yeah. And so there's like they want like the teams to kind of get to know each other just cuz obviously it's not as serious a competition as probably Iceland makes it out to be. Um, so there's probably a good way to like mingle with other teams that way. But yeah, I mean, they're all, there's probably like staying in like, you know, college dormitories and it's not like, you know, is team USA going to be in every, in the entire dorm maybe. And then maybe the next dorm is over is like some European countries, but yeah, I think, uh, I I think it'd be really hard to prevent a bunch of like a, like horny teenagers. Yeah from from hooking up and also like hormonal teenagers from not like beating the shit out of each other all the time you know what i mean um so i think that would be fulton trash their room yeah (laughs) um so i i I mean i i don't think it i don't think it's really possible to kind of determine which countries that you know i think that's kind of out of the realm of this question but i definitely think portman uh is in on these shenanigans uh, maybe not so much Fulton because I think I feel like I Fulton's mean, really shy. I I um, can imagine Portman like trying way too hard because he's like um, maybe like too aggressive, and then Fulton be like uh, I don't know, and like maybe they just like keep striking out with all the athletes, and that's why they have to go out to like yeah, that's what I was thinking because they go out and hit on the girls on the town. So I see. I, I I imagine it being like Fulton is Portman's like wingman where. Portman and some chick go and hook up and Fulton's like they're just like talking to the girl and like they're just like waiting for them to like you know do the deed um so that's how I imagine that like whole scenario playing out um as far as other ducks um Mendoza Mendoza obviously yes um I feel like uh, I feel like Dwayne would be very successful just because he is like such a such a like a he would be like a foreign charming well and he's like you know a cowboy basically yes. you know um so i think he would be very successful if we want to call it that um let's see 
I wonder if like Connie will get like looks from other guys and, and Guy just becomes insane. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think that, I think those are some pretty serious culprits there. Um, yeah, all of them, you know, basically uh, newcomers. Any of the original ducks? Um, I mean, I feel like Conway's too focused. I feel like Banks is too focused and like puts way too much pressure on himself. So he's yeah. not even gonna try. Um, Goldberg. I feel like Goldberg's out there. Like he he might not necessarily be getting chicks, but I feel like he's doing like crazy stuff. So everyone loves him. Yeah. So he's probably I, like trying a bunch of like foreign food. Yeah, yeah, he's probably like eating a lot. Yeah, I feel like Goldberg would make a lot of friends. Exactly. At that tournament. Exactly, yeah. I don't know if he's getting the chicks, though. Um, You look at the other ducks. I feel like Julie might. Yeah. Julie's pretty focused, though. Yeah, I guess that's that's a good point. But I don't know. I can kind of just see her, like, she's pretty confident. Yeah. Well, we do have a large discussion about Portman and Julie in the uh, locker room. That's true. That is true. Yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot (laughs) about that. That was great. Yeah, and then we have, uh, they have that little fight where he calls her babe and then Banks comes in and all that kind of stuff. I can imagine Banks getting a lot of interest, but not, and since he is hyper-focused, just kind of like. Yeah. Kind of like oblivious to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he is the star of Team USA. Yeah. Yeah. So. You'd argue he's probably the best after Gunnar Stahl, like the best player in the tournament. Yeah, so he'll probably get some, as we said, all the people we mentioned, really. Um, anything else here before we wrap it up? Any other thoughts? I do I do uh, like Haji's uh, line that they were grossly unsupervised. Very yes. true. Yeah, yes. that was very true. Unless Miss McKay had to do something with it. I mean, maybe she oh, was like, yeah. yeah, but she's like a, she's a pushover. Like they oh, would like, take oh, advantage like, of that. Yeah. Goldberg just went like sweet talked her or something. Yeah. Like Averman and like Jesse like scurry behind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So there you go, Andrew. Appreciate the quack question. Another good one. I feel like we've had a strong start to the quack question from this from year. newbies too. From, yeah, from or, or at least to the quack question. Yes, yes. I think very strong start to the quack questions this year. So keep them coming for us at Quack Day Pod on Twitter facebook.com slash quacktechpod go to itunes give us five stars tell us how fulton reed tied up three hawks at the same time uh go to the shop mike is wearing a, a sweatshirt right now and it looks fantastic i am wearing the quack attack sweatshirt i believe it's yeah it's just the regular the our logo the quack tech logo uh it is very comfortable i also as i mentioned previous episodes gotta make america quack again shirt Wore that for the first time. Very comfortable. This stuff. Did you it, wear that in public? I did. I I was actually at a wedding <laughs> this weekend, so I was you wearing wore it to it. the wedding, right? <laughs> I did not wear it to the wedding, but I was wearing it around Palm Springs, California. So I was I was wearing my Minnesota Miracle Man shirt the other day. It's like one of my favorite shirts. It's the most comfortable shirt I have. Exactly. Before. This is high quality stuff. So go there. Go to the shop. Get your own. And remember. Ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack.